Hey, 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 welcome back. Before we get started, I wanna share with you what brand I know and love. Drink by Jerry is one of the key brands of Ash Jerry, providing you cocktail kits, wines, spirits, beers, non-alcoholic drinks, and bar tools with on-demand delivery in Shanghai from 12 p.m. to 2 a.m. and two to four day nationwide delivery across China. Just search for Ash Jerry on WeChat and select the delivery tab to enter the store. Drink by Jerry was kind enough to give all Uncorked listeners 10% off of all their orders. Just enter Uncorked at checkout to enjoy your discount. You can use it many times, so get your drink on and let's get into these Uncorked moments. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Uncorked. I wish I was coming to you in better times, but better times are coming. I wanted to release this episode with a lot of commentary from different people in Shanghai so that people in other countries, my loved ones in the States and different parts of the world know that things here are have slowly but surely gone back to normal. And I know things are really scary right now, but eventually they will go back to normal there as well. Um, I hope this episode brings you guys a little bit of insight into what you've been experiencing here during this time in China, and I hope that it eases you a little bit while you're doing your social distancing and um, the self-quarantines. So yes, and please listen to the very end for every single perspective. There's about eight people we got to interview, and I know the audio is a little shoddy, but um, of course I couldn't go out um, to the studio or sit down with people because of the coronavirus time. I didn't want to put myself or anyone else at risk, but I have been compiling these audios for the last month. So I hope that you can listen and um, get some insight and enjoy you here. Please stay safe and stay inside and happy listening. My name's Jessica. Um, I'm from the United States. I'm from the state of New York. Okay. Um, currently, I am a um, PE slash old Zumba instructor at a school, um, but I started doing Zumba for myself and in Shanghai, and that's my basically my side business here. Okay. And five years and seven months. So um, not as long as some of the veterans here that's been here for 10, 15 years, but still quite a while. That's still, yeah, that's still pretty, it's pretty long. It's been, I've been in Shanghai for <laughs> two years, so. So with all these things going on, I would like to say, have you been in Shanghai this whole time? Have you gone home or? No, actually I was, um, <laughs> I, you know, you see the, um, like first when the, when the whole coronavirus thing hit, I was just seeing the memes with, uh, you know, um, like there was like some Corona beer bottles in the fridge. I was like, oh yeah, I got the Corona. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't get it. And then I, um, began to see everything kind of, um, you know, come about as I was leaving to go home for Chinese new year. Mm. Um, so yeah, I had I was um, when I got to the airport, everyone was wearing the mask, and um, yeah. I and people actually I thought it was funny because people were looking at me weird um, because I was a foreigner wearing a mask inside the plane, which I think even before this whole thing hit it makes sense because the air circulated right and yeah. germs totally spread through the plane. Um, so um, yeah, so I was in um, New York for about five days, and then I 
my main trip was in was in Panama, where my family's from. So I was in Panama, and again, people again um, were looking at me weird because I was traveling with a mask the whole time. And then I came back to Shanghai around um, February 11th. So yeah, things are still kind of I wouldn't、okay. say crazy. I think Shanghai throughout this whole thing has been yeah you know, very well controlled.、And、yeah, I think. By February 11th, most of the measures had already been taken because I got back on the second, and everything was shut down completely.、Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a little bit about your side hustle with Zumba. Obviously, Zumba is a very social in-person thing. Like, how has、um, how has it been trying to support your business while all of this has been going on? How have you been coping with that? Actually, it's really been like you know really slow. Like to be、yeah. completely honest and candid,、um, you know,、um, especially doing、um, Zumba classes for my school、mm-hmm. um, outside of、um, you know like teaching online and using like the online online resources like Zoom has been great.、Yeah. But、um, because of you know Zumba so social and you know the nature of Shanghai, it's like a lot of international, a lot of expats. Um, coming through, and people want to meet people. It's not only、mm-hmm. about the exercise aspect;、yeah. it's about the community aspect.、Yeah. And at the beginning,、um, we—I、uh, mean, like you know—I heard about Zoom and realized how great it is for、um, for classes. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my classes running again, and you know, also use it as a marketing platform to see. Like, put on my、um, WeChat.、Um, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing a Zumba class. You know, everyone could just come in, jump in for free. It's fine. Just to see what kind of people, you know, where people would be into it, and no one was into it. Like I had、mm. the first time I did it, I had um, uh, one person um join. Um, no, I had two people join, so it was kind of nice. You know, I did a full class, but、mm. again, not like as a person that gets at least I think um recently like a minimum of like. Four people per class, and then like maximum, I have like twelve to fifteen people.、Mm. Going to two,、yeah. it's like, oh, okay, cool. And、yeah. then I try the、um, generally when you know things are up and running, I would have classes twice a day. So I mean, twice twice a day, sorry, <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> yeah,、um, twice a day would kill me. <laughs> But um,、uh, twice a week, and I was gonna have my second class for the week, and. Uh, one of my students was like, "Yeah, I'm into it. Let's go." And I'm like, "Okay, if it's just one person, it's about the nature of dancing and exercise, and you know, we're all trying to stay fit and keep the community together."、Yeah. And it got to the time for the class, and my my student like she texted me like three hours later, like, "Hey, sorry,、uh, I I forgot about it." So, what are some of your thoughts on like the hysteria that's going on in other parts of the world? Specifically, like the Europe and the United States, like this toilet paper thing that's happening. I don't really understand it. Have you heard about? You know,、that? yeah, of course. Like it, like just. I mean, I have um people in different parts, so I have you know um friends that are currently um living in um like I have one friend in uh Italy, and she was telling me that you know she you know she's a little bit nervous about. You know her parents because they they run a store and they have to do their own thing at their store, so she has concerns about them. So that's、mm-hmm. one side where it's like concern, and then there's other sides where people in like my Italian friends in Shanghai are like telling me like, yeah, no Italians aren't really thinking about this; they're being stupid. That's why it spread. Blah blah blah. And um and then my my uh I have family in New York, like my sister and her fiance in New York. Or her fiance called me and was like, it's things are you know you know. 
the poop is hitting the fan and you know yeah. you might not be able to come back home ever and i'm like you know it's it's not you know of course i don't want to downplay because of course there's many people that have been affected by it yeah but i think again social distancing i know that's like a buzzword that's happening right now social yeah. distancing and washing your hands like it, it's okay I just think also that, have, yeah, Chinese sorry. people are used to being obedient, and, like, if the government mm-hmm. tells them to do something, they'll do it, but mm-hmm. I think, especially in the U.S., it's just so hard to get people to listen. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, because, like, the yeah. government, especially, it's, you know, it's like a double whammy, especially in the States, and I won't get so political, but, like, you know... You have people that are like, you know, someone like, I think I saw a tweet with AOC when she's like, guys, you know, we really should um, really stay inside, um, try to stay away from other people. And this um, one person responded like, you know, I went out to this restaurant because I do what I want because I'm an American. And it's just like, bro, like, yeah, no I saw people to, saying to that stuff right. too. And I'm just Sorry, like, I saw people saying that too. And I'm just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's just like it's like again. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of different things in here, like you know about where people, you know, of course, like there's a lot of aspects where, of course, it's like the media is making it a big deal. But it's like if I think generally, if you see something happening all over the world, we're in a globalized society where we're seeing we're, we've seen this happen in China, we've seen what it's done to Wuhan, we see what it's did it has done to Italy. Yeah, I think maybe you know just maybe the government's just trying to take precautions and despite you know the fact that again not getting political our healthcare um, infrastructure isn't really you know designed for everyone to benefit um, yeah yeah you think people would listen a little bit more uh okay my name is dean um i uh, uh, actually, I'm not. I'm not in Shanghai. I live in Suzhou, but I do okay. business in uh, four cities in China: Shanghai, Shenzhen, Beijing, and Suzhou. Okay. Yeah, I do uh, language exchange events. Okay, very. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, were you in China when the coronavirus initially broke out? When it was announced. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I was uh, back in my hometown. I was. I was not in Shanghai. Okay, and where was where is your hometown? Uh, Heilongjiang. Okay, is that in northern or southern China? Uh, north. North. Uh, northeast. Yes. Okay. So, what was your initial reaction to learning about the virus spreading around China? Um, actually, I was uh, I was um, I was okay. I think because uh, it's a new business. I I just. Uh, I've been keeping changing the business model for um, so many times for the past a few years. So, so how has it been for you personally? Um, did you go back to Sujo and have to do a quarantine, or did you stay with family? How was it initially for you? Mm, I'm still in my hometown. Yeah, oh, I haven't. You stayed in your uh, yeah, just being safe. You know, yeah. um, maybe I will go back to Sujo in in a month or two when everything is 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 okay mm-hmm. yeah um, what are your thoughts now that the virus has spread to so many different countries what are your thoughts on like how other countries are dealing with the virus or with this ep- pandemic <laughs> um actually i haven't thought about this um but uh i have some friends uh from all over the world i just worry about them and i asked some of them they uh, they told me that it's okay it's uh, they just uh 
some people, you know, they have uh, the Chinese friends. They do something like two one, one month or two months ago, mm-hmm. like stock something, yeah, already for the following a few months. So, yeah, they're staying safe. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, what advice would you give to people who are just entering the quarantine period, and uh, just people all around the world, like Italy and the United States? that are being quarantined right now, what advice would you give them? You know, if they're out of work or they're bored at home, what do you think? Um, I think uh, the advice that I give them uh, is just uh, do together with their government, do as the government say, mm-hmm. and uh, fight together. And also, uh, they need to think about uh but what they can do what else they can do mm-hmm. uh, if they cannot go to work because uh like two uh one month ago we didn't know when exactly it yeah. will be it will be it will end so we cannot just stay at home and do nothing just wait we have to think about it um hi so my name is I am originally from South Africa. Uh, I've been in China, Shanghai for five years, and I am the proud owner of River Roots. Um, Even hearing about the coronavirus, I was in South Africa at the time, and I remember it was around um, late January. Mm. And my mom was like, oh, something's happening in Wuhan, but I didn't really take it seriously. I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, whatever. But um, as time went by, you know, headlines started popping up. It became a daily concern. Social media was blown up. Um, Even speaking to people who were based in Shanghai at the time, you know, lockdowns were happening and my friends were just like, it is so real. Like, we are being shut down. Um, Schools are closed. We're working from home. You know, people were going through phases of depression. And no one really knew what was going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. said that you, you were in South Africa when you found out. So when did you initially go? Did you go home for Chinese New Year and come back? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. So I left I left on the, um, on the 17th of January. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on a flight back home. And then I was scheduled to come back um, around, the, around the 5th or 6th. 6th of February. Mm. Yeah. So did you have did you you did the quarantine period then? Yes. So yes. I when uh, when we came back, uh, we did self quarantine for 14 days, not knowing because my school was opening on the 17th, was supposed to open on the 17th of February. Yeah, same, so same. Um, we did the quarantine, but not knowing that school wasn't going to open. So I think had I known that this would have been the situation. I could have stayed home longer. I could have been in SA longer. Yeah. But at the same time, looking at what's happening now with the quarantine and, you know, self-quarantine and or staying in a hotel for quarantine as well, um, I think it's a good thing that I came back when I did. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people outside of China, like um, I know your family probably in SA and my family in the mm-hmm. States, they they think of us here in China and it's kind of like, how are you doing it? Like, how are you outside? Da, da, da. Exactly. Like, yes. how yes. do you feel about the media representation of this epidemic in other countries or in your home country? Um, I think um, being 
in China, um, and because of the kind of um, government system that uh, the Chinese have, it's very easy for them to um, to communicate with their people and for their people to listen. Mm-hmm. And I think also globally at the time when it started, there was so much mass hysteria. I think mass hysteria is such a real thing that people start to panic. Yeah. And I think that um, fear, you know, a creating fear within people is, is the biggest killer of all. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, when you have this fear, you're creating all of this negative, you know, energy and you're, you're thinking all of these things, which in effect will also affect you. Um, and your immune system, mm-hmm. you know? So I've definitely had family and friends back home saying, we're going through this epidemic right now. What can we do? Yeah. And the best advice is just to basically literally be calm and to boost up your immune system. Yeah. Um, stay, stay mentally strong, stay physically active. Yeah. I think is a very, very big thing because even for me coming back, I was like, oh, I ain't got no school. So I was chilling. I was sleeping at like 2 a.m. in the morning. I was waking up at like 12. Um, I was exercising. I was eating. And after a while, it takes a toll because cabin fever also kicks in. And then you just, you don't know what's going on in your life. Like everything is just cloudy. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So. And as as an entrepreneur, how has your business been faring during the, the last two months? Um, it's been really difficult. Mm. Um, I know coming back, I wasn't sure of the situation, but also, um, I hadn't made, because my products are handmade and so I make everything, um, myself, body butters and I make soy candles as well, Mm. um, beard balm and beard oil. And all of these, um, ingredients are ingredients that need to be shipped to my house. The containers that I use are bought from Taobao. Taobao okay. owners aren't in business because everything is on lockdown. So my business has been stagnant for the past two months. Hmm. Um, I've tried ordering um, some of my materials. Uh, that was about two weeks ago. And um, stuff is still stuck in my cart. Nothing is moving. Nothing is being delivered. So it has really affected my business. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, the, in the sense that I'm not able to provide services um, to the clients who need body butters or candles for the time being. But also that hasn't stopped me from brainstorming and from looking into um, other avenues so that when things do open up, um, then I can start creating, you know, um, new products and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So you mentioned a little bit about staying active, but what advice would you give for people who are just starting their quarantine? Because all over the world now, quarantines are starting. And I know all foreigners coming into China now need to do the 14-day quarantine period. So what advice would you give to people (laughs) starting that hurdle? Um... It's a really tough. It's a really tough um, hurdle to jump over, but it's very, very possible. Uh, so some of the things that I do, um, it's easy. I think if you're self quarantined in your own space, mm-hmm. um, I was doing a ten day green cleanse, and that really kept me focused. That really kept my body alert. Oh, wow. um, I was doing a, a yes, a ten day green smoothie. So for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I was only drinking, and this is a way for me to detox my body, to mm. stay alert. Um, sleeping patterns have gone back to normal, um, and I'm feeling really, really good. I do exercises, basic squats, you know, jumping jacks, jumping rope if your apartment is big enough. 
Um, me and my partner, we play chess as well. Mm. We read a lot. Um, yeah, we do try to um, cut down on um, watching too many series, uh, mm. TV shows and stuff, you know, um, and watching stuff that's more educational, that makes you uh, think a lot as well. Um, reading. Reading is, yeah. is one of them also. I think mm. also just speaking to family. Being yeah. able to connect because you have all this time, and you know when we go back to your normal um, everyday life at work, we find that we don't have time. So now that we do have time, just connecting with loved ones, um, and just literally trying to stay positive. Meditation for those who do meditation, yoga, um, and even just kind of picking up hobbies that you would like to do yeah. but in normal situations wouldn't have the time cooking um you know learning a new skill art painting yeah yeah things that we we never have time for now's the time exactly. we have all the time in the world yes or <laughs> literally literally we have all the time in the world yes <laughs> My name is Lorraine, I'm French, and I'm the founder of uh, the brand French Dragon, which mm-hmm. is a handmade uh, ceramic brand. I started a bit more than one year ago in Shanghai. Yeah, so thank you for interviewing me. Uh, first, I think it's uh, nice to hear the the voice and the reaction of uh, different people. It's, mm-hmm. it's always inspiring to see how people react. Um, so I think as everyone, I was really shocked and it all felt uh, totally unreal at first. Um, when it uh, started, it was... Uh, really not so funny, but funny. I was about to take my plane back to Shanghai mm. uh, because actually I was in uh, holidays in France for almost the full month of uh, January. Oh, wow. And uh, two days before I was supposed to take back to take my plane back to Shanghai, uh, the news started to get like, very, um, very, very bad about the virus. Mm. And of course my plane was uh, cancelled. So I couldn't go back. And uh, my airline company cancelled all flights uh, from France to China until Mm -hmm. (laughs) mid-March. So I was really like, yeah, it it felt totally unreal to me at first. So are are you back in Shanghai now, yes? Yeah, so what I did is um, the first two weeks of February, um, so I was in Paris. And because my pl- my plane got cancelled, and everyone was telling me wait a bit uh, to see how things are going, and something very strange happened, and I'm only now re- realizing it only like almost two months after. But I kind of self quarantine in Paris by myself. I don't know why I did that, but I mm. spent like the first two weeks of February kind of like in my home in Paris, in my apartment, yeah. uh, not going outside a lot because to be honest, I felt uh, so bad not to be in China mm. with uh, my friends, but also with my community, with my clients. I, I really felt I was in the wrong place and I should have been in Shanghai, you know. And I think one of the things I learned during this this event is how Shanghainese uh, I feel now. It's uh, really like China is my totally my uh, adoption country, and 
Yeah, it, it was. It sounds like wrong to be in Paris. How has your business and been running during this time? Yes. Yeah, so um, actually, what I did is uh, since I couldn't make ceramics in Paris, obviously, uh, what I could do uh, was to create some relevant uh, content. Yes. Uh, to support my community and my clients uh, during this time. So I spent a lot of time creating content uh, for my WeChat account. Mm-hmm. So I published uh, one article a week, uh, giving some advice to to relax at home, to be creative at home. Uh, I gave like some uh, cooking recipes. Um, you know, this kind of content that can be really like either useful or inspirational uh, during this time where I yes. knew people were getting so many uh, bad and uh, fearful information all day long. And I really wanted to support with some some beauty, you know. Mm-hmm. I felt that that was my role, that was uh, what I could do at this time. And then uh, I decided to go back to China actually quite early. I went back uh, mid-February. And uh, since I came back, so a bit more than uh, one month ago, um, actually, I have been so creative. Uh, it's at this time, this weird time has been an opportunity for my business because I had a, a lot of new ideas. What advice would you give to people who are just starting their quarantines or self-isolation? Yes, of course. So I would give the same advice I gave to to my community uh, a couple of weeks ago is to enjoy this time as an opportunity to, to have a calmer life and to recenter on what's important, to recenter on yourself uh, and really take take it as an opportunity to have this uh, strange, quiet time in your life. So, for instance, what I've been doing since I got back in Shanghai is every morning I do uh, uh, maybe 30 minutes uh, morning pages writing. And I also do a, a methodology which is called uh, the artist way. I, I can send you the reference so you can share with with everyone. But um, um, this was really nice because in the normal Shanghai life, this would be impossible to find time to do it. And I think this this time for myself and to work on myself and my creativity. Uh, will be uh, like something very good for the future. So I really invite everyone to to find some little projects like this uh, and doing doing it day by day for one month. I'm pretty sure it can totally change your life. So we're back with a few more audios. These were from a brunch that I went to at Area 501. Um, It's a new restaurant opened um, by a lovely chef and entrepreneur named Lillian and her partner, Daria. Uh, They opened a little bit before the virus hit and they've been doing well. It's a Caribbean-based restaurant and they had a big brunch. So I know the audio is a bit terrible, but please just try your hardest to listen. I really wanted to showcase just how alive it was. This was in uh, late February, so 
go ahead and listen and um, there's a bunch of different perspectives in this audio so yes enjoy my name is Nikita and um, yeah I think it's been really tough um, it's something very different I think I don't feel as scared as everybody else like outside of China I think a lot of people do you think it's like hysteria and people just not knowing? Yes, I definitely think so. And maybe because of how the Chinese government has dealt with everything, I think um, the quarantine, in terms of quarantine, like a whole city, like controlling who comes in and out, has benefited us a lot because we don't feel as um, skeptical and scared and like just afraid of what can happen. I think that has helped a lot. And I think also just being around like your friends and people that you have been with a long time, especially without journey, because most of the times like we're spending time with people that are kind of used to the ins and outs of this country. So I think that has given me a lot of comfort that I don't feel like as scared. I must say I, I'm probably very naive mm-hmm. about a lot of us are. Yeah, like I'm very naive with thinking that this virus is gonna hit me. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's why I'm treating it as a normal day. Like I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to. Um, which I probably shouldn't, but yeah, I think so far, I think having people that you know, yeah. you have to bring that sense of normalcy back. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think having, I think the difference with us and everyone else is that we're so used to being in a different environment, whether it's being, we're not at home. And I think a lot of people, that's kind of scary, like, oh, they're at home and this is hitting them at home. We're in a foreign country, so I think that has almost given us an upper hand in dealing with everything because we know what's going on and we know, like, we are so aware of what actually happens in this country. Yeah, exactly. So I think we've always been aware of taking off our shoes, washing our hands, like changing clothes a lot, like being aware, like when you go into the metro, when you're traveling, like very little things that that's really part of our daily routine. And I think because we're also with each other, I think that makes a huge difference because we're so used to like the ups and downs of living in a foreign country. And especially one that birthed this this virus. And now coronavirus was birthed here, but it's all over the world now. Exactly. And I think that's why we kind of are, str- I guess, stronger than everyone else on the outside is because we're in a foreign country when the foreign country way this whole thing came from. And it affects us even more than anyone else because our livelihood, like our income, while we're here, like is affected every day. And I just think because we're here and we understand, like, What's, what's happening, I think it makes us more resilient to it because instead of thinking that, oh my gosh, things are bad, we're just trying to fight through it and make sure we feel as normal as possible. Yes, I'm Luyanda, I'm from South Africa. I've been here in Shanghai for three years now. Um, for me, I think that I need to live my life normally but responsibly. Obviously, when I go out, I wear a mask to protect myself against people that cough and don't hold and don't put their their hand against their mouth or their elbow on their mouth when they cough. 
but for me, I live responsibly. And the honest truth is that for me, I've been trying to test out my African blood, right? <laughs> that is the honest truth for me. I am responsible. I wear a mask when I'm out with people, but generally, I, I'm basically doing, basically. Uh, my name's Kane. I'm originally from Australia. Um, I feel fine about it now. I think a couple of weeks ago it was a bit sketchy because we weren't sure when we'd be able to get back into our office and it's a bit more uncertainty, but now it feels like, you know, we're back in the office, we're back at work. Wow. It feels good. That's unusual. Really? Yeah, we feel like... A lot of people are like working online from home. Yeah, but we have a really good manager. Okay. And he was really good at like doing the paperwork. So we got the government approval like really quickly and... Yeah, because I was going crazy working at home. Lovely. Good for you. Good for you. We work together and when it's good and complex. And we were very proud that like we're the first people in our building complex to get to be able to get back into the office. Wow. <laughs> we had a little bit apprehensive though about going back out into the world when everyone is at home, boarded up. Not really, because also in our in our company it's like there's only like six people and it's like a two-level Oh, okay. So we're pretty like not many people there and like so we felt pretty safe because we know nobody's contaminated and I think we just we just needed some kind of structure and normality back in our lives because we just right. felt so unproductive working yeah. from home. But the crazy thing is like our deadlines are the same. Like coronavirus, okay. like people didn't give us an extension, they still expect the same deadlines. But it's very hard for us to finish without the support of the extra team. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm also from Australia. And what's your name? Afiona. Okay. <laughs> I'm Claire and I'm from France. Nice. And about the situation, I think that uh, what we have been reading in the newspaper are so dramatic. Right. And makes everything, ev and everybody actually like super worried and scared about. Yeah. But I'm somebody who turns it more in a positive way. I'm super happy being in China because I feel safe. I think that the governments have made the right things and they have the shoulder to make it happen because they have enough money also to support people and companies yeah. and to protect them, their own people. So, yeah, I think they handle it pretty well. Um, and hopefully that it gets better very soon. Yeah, right? Thank you. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you. Uh, so my name is Luis. I'm from Spain. Um, I've been the same here in China during all this virus outbreak uh, for the last, the last year, the last couple of months. Uh, I think it is a big deal. It's, it's a new disease, so we have to be careful about that. So it's just a matter of uh, everybody being careful, everybody take measures against it. Uh, it will get way better eventually, hopefully, hopefully quite soon. And if we all do our part, like we're staying at home, we be careful, take care of each other. Everything should be should be fine, hopefully soon. Uh, hopefully next month so we can enjoy everything. Everything is high. So things can get back to normal. Yeah, yeah now it's getting back to normal. That's why we're here. Uh, everything should, get, should even get better next month. So. So we're here with the owners of 501 Eats, Lillian and Daria. Daria. And I just want to ask them a couple questions. So Lillian, how has it been like with your business just opening and having the coronavirus like right now? Uh, you know, I 
keep telling, like a lot of people have been extremely concerned about how we're running our business, especially the fact that we just opened and then the, the virus started and all this. And so they're like, oh, we're well, so sorry. I mean, it must be really hard for you. And to be honest, I mean, the way how I see it is, is that when we started this business, it, it, it picked up immediately, quickly. But at the same time, because it picked up so quickly, that there were a, a bit of mistakes that we were, like, you know, issues that we came across. The fact that the virus happened also gave us time to fix those issues, you know? So we have been having business, thankfully, because we've been able to stay open. This has all been a learning process for us. And because it's actually it slowed down business a little bit, it's given us that time for us to sit down, see where we need to fix things, and then get it going immediately back into, into uh, you know, back back into the, the, the type of service that we want to offer, the type of food that we want to offer. So while we have been able to stay open, I've been able to train the staff. We've also been able to train the kitchen. We have a new chef also that's gotten on board. He's amazing and he's been really on point with the flavors of the Caribbean. Uh, and, and, and that's it. Well, I can only say from our perspective, like we're doing really, really great at the moment. So for us, it's actually coronavirus is uh, bringing something positive to us. As uh, Lilian mentioned, like we had really uh, the perfect timing for us to fix all the problems with, that we've been encountering uh, along the way. Yeah, and look, we're full today, and we're yeah. so happy to see people happy and enjoying. Honestly, uh, I'd like to add that we've basically only been promoting on WeChat, so uh, it's, it's not, it hasn't been heavy promotion, but I think people are extremely happy that there's now a place where there's Caribbean food being offered, especially within the black community. This has been another great episode of Uncorked. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're looking for more, check us out on Instagram, Uncorked SH, Facebook, Uncorked SH. And if you have any business inquiries or would like to be affiliated with me, contact me at uncorkedsh at gmail.com. Till next time. Bye.